this perhaps I thought we do this backwards and finish this little bit, but just about about the title. That was that important. To you? I was interested by what you were just saying about the idea that these fact becomes something as as these stories go round and mm-hmm. get retold and perhaps yeah the the legend of the kurati amman for instance is is of course about seven or you know 17 gypsy women who did not stay one night at the camp and then when they found, when they come back they are killed you know because of suspected inch chest you know issues of chastity and infidelity and yeah and there are these very many versions of the death and they are of course then raised to the level of a goddess which is a very favorite thing to do in india you know uh, you, you knock out a woman and then you make her a goddess <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think uh, it's it's quite there are certain themes but i wouldn't want to dwell okay. very much because it's like transposing something you know okay so i'm taking uh, mother mary and transposing her on the people i just don't want to do that but it's uh, the title of course is one way of having fun but i do see certain points of uh, correlation is is there a correlation for for you and your your own view of writing and what you want um a connection between your your political activism and mm-hmm. your uh your writing is to to get people thinking to bring these stories to um our ears and our our eyes mm-hmm. to to provoke and mm-hmm. I'm and I assume the yeah. the other side of that is to mm-hmm. is that people will be upset in 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 the way that perhaps you want them to be disturbed but also people are going to be I assume read this and be angry that the, mm-hmm. there'll be a, a, a establishment the mm-hmm. the brahmins you're talking about the, the the does it ever make you worried or um to tell these stories that obviously have a certain danger in them uh, mm. no i don't know i don't know i think the whole idea is to you know one a live dangerously but you know it's it's not about you know making this glamorous as much as uh, sometimes i think you know like what i do must be either i must be absolutely idiotic or naive or i must be really courageous and i don't know which of the two i am so in in one sense because you know like for instance uh, yeah this is going to make a few people angry but in much more than this uh, there are like you know i have received this bad twitter threats or or other other kind of stuff or you know writing about you know violence in general or especially about caste hindus and you know challenging them and i think the the whole idea is that you should take the risk because that's exactly what you would do when there was no threat of violence so this threat of violence shouldn't you know dictate what you're going to write or not or going to hinder you in any manner so so just don't you know think about it at all in any any big way because the whole whole idea about violence is we also forget <coughs> that violence comes from all kinds of places so you know you would think yeah this is the worst violence yeah these guys are going to you know get at me in a meeting or you know get at me in public but you know like i've been in an abusive marriage and violence can come from love it can come from a very intimate person you know violence can come from all kinds of you know crazy situations so Uh, what what are you going to do you just have to deal with it when it up, as and when it uh, you know strikes its uh, you know rears its head and violence in the th- and in the novel violence and the threat of violence seems mm-hmm. that the point of it beyond a sort of sadistic pleasure in 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 maintaining a kind of uh this this caste system it, it is about silence it's about trying to keep people yeah, quite quiet yeah, quiet yeah. 
ask you about the, twi the Twitter. The, the one that I, I was reading about a bit earlier was, um, is it, no, am I right in this, that there was a, a, a beef eating festival. festival. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been extraordinary because in Britain we've had over the slightly ridiculous, um, it sounds ridiculous, desire to put a woman's image on a £10 note that mm -hmm. someone um, yeah. noticed that uh, Caroline Criado Perez mm -hmm. noticed that they were all men, so she spoke mm -hmm. out. And Jane Austen, I think. Yeah. It was about, and eventually, and uh, she got bomb threats and all that. See, but that's also how corporations function, isn't it? Because if it was, uh, you know, a woman in the UK who gets threatened, then Twitter has to clean up its acts. Mm. Twitter would identify who it was and the police would take action yeah. and, you know, the, the guys were prisoned or whatever, you know, they were, they, had, they were at least convicted. So, but, you know, in India, I went to the local police and, uh, of course, to, Twitter would Twitter even refused to take those tweets off, saying, it's not hate speech according to us. So, you know, like, and this was like about 800 tweets in four hours, like, they were all calling me whore, bitch, this, terrorist, jihadi, you know, they came to it from all kinds of aspects. So, I just, I also think that's the nature of corporations, isn't it? They would, they were telling it's all free speech. They refused to take out a single complaint. And the only response I got was from, from I, I just don't know which place, but one of these detectives in, uh, in the US, because uh, one man said, he was a very educated Indian, of course, non-resident, who said, you know, keep carbolic acid ready whenever she goes to any meeting. And then this, uh, so a friend of mine, Patrick French, the writer, he contacted the detectives in that man's local area and they contacted him and they said, you know, if you complain, file a complaint, we can, uh, actually, this is a felony charge under the US laws and he can be put in prison. So, but you just have to come over. Uh, but still, we'll talk down to him and we'll tell him not to, you know, do it further. So in that sense, they took action. I think in that sense, we, I don't know, I have some <laughs> weird respect for, you know, the US police from there reaching out to me because nothing happened in India and even though yeah I'm well known and I have many Twitter followers and yeah it's just it's just crazy how does this work I and mean, do you see this as a, a so the new communities that can be created through technology and, and I, I say this advisedly because I know that Part of the point is, you know, you have to have access to a computer. You have mm -hmm. to be able to. You have to be able it's to a read. Class thing, yeah. So there's a there's a, there's a there's a classroom. But for you as an activist, is this? A, it seems to be on one level a very positive thing. You've I've read you um, something said about the, you know the democratization mm -hmm. of the way we can express ourselves. That um, you can report in in in, um, in ways that, that wouldn't have been before. It, do you see it as a good thing, um, or are there elements of it that obviously unnerve you? I mean, that that would that would be one of them as a. Um, <laughs> that um, I think so there, there's a see in the internet. We we have to cannot also say it's like a very homogeneous thing because when I started writing, this was like late nineties early 2000, it was much more safer, you know, mm. like, you could still have a blog, you had no Facebook, so you, your whole, how you looked, you know, you could still be in your pajamas for seven days or something, you know, your whole looks had nothing to do with what was getting written or how many people followed you, but now, you know, the whole Facebook has made us all into fucking, you know, like, exhibitionists on one hand and warriors on the other, hasn't it? So you just had to put this fucking profile picture or you have to worry about how many likes you get and, you know, change your picture, that kind of you know tweet your coffee mug or something like that so but I think in the very early stages you had a lot more of forums mm -hmm. or you know kind of bulletin boards where people could come and talk and you know there were even kinds of workshops going on so 
I thought that was you, know, you. I had a blog for like two years, and no one knew where I lived or how I looked or anything. And I would still have interesting book recommendations coming my way. I could write whatever I wanted. There was this whole in- anonymity about the earlier internet that I find it totally missing. Because right now, and this is a question that you know really troubles me is that. Oh, what does my you know a f- person who follows me on Facebook not on not know about me that a man who lives with me knows about me mm-hmm. because I think uh, and I think we have to fight this whole transparency of our lives you know so on the one hand you have to tell stories but on the other you know it's like if anybody and uh, the other thing that I've observed is that yes internet democratizes things there are so many stories that couldn't you know be said otherwise or they, it doesn't give voices and forums but the other problem I think uh, that is slightly quite worrying about the internet is that anybody like you know with professional journalism somebody had to you know at least do a fact check if they wanted to before writing some label shit about you mm. or about your personal life or something like that you know and uh, still there would be a newspaper people couldn't put shit about you into you know into the press or something it just couldn't reach but on facebook for instance like there was somebody who wrote um um Mina's parents should tell her to cover up her cleavage and this was all in Tamil and uh, they should bring her up and like yeah they are universal. I mean like if you're going to take the debate to that kind of low level how do you even respond to that? How do how does one expect me to respond? They think you know I have to refute it and I would tell my friends I don't want to refute it because if somebody wants to attack you like that then that's the lowest of the low. So you want my parents to tell me about what I should do? And there was this other guy who, you know, watched me in Jaipur festival. So there was this, you know, video and saying that, you know, she was wearing this and yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then um, she was looking like a prostitute reading her poems and calling clients. And, uh, you know, then there's like 300 likes. And, you know, if you want to waste your time, which of course, you know, when we are young, we are all prone to do, you want to see who are these 300 people? Some of them are your so-called friends and do you make a list of them? Do you want to, you know, like, you know, annihilate them from the face of the earth? You know what I mean? That kind of anger? Or do you realize that that's exactly how it is that, you know, we all live with simultaneous hate in life. We all start comparing our lives and it's, it's so crazy because the only things I want to be known is that, you know, the articles I write, the books that I do, and that's about it. And not, you know, we're not in any kind of rat race with each other. If I was in a rat race, I would be in a proper profession. I wouldn't, you know, do something offbeat. So, and then there are this kind of, you know, like criticism about this. And and I told this to my mother because I was so upset. And she was like, yeah, tell him that, yes, I am a prostitute. And I'm also a prostitute who reads poetry. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, double, that's a double score. But I think if I had more, you know, more conservative parents it could actually be very hurtful or it, it it can tend to be very very painful this kind of criticism it's not going to be nice you have an understanding partner you have understanding parents so it's good but you know people could just uh, you know say that kind of shit because then once somebody makes this comment every time you dress your conscious aren't you mm. And that in a sense, sense itself is, means they started dictating your life some random Facebook comment and now every time you're wearing something for a reading you're thinking about that fucker how do you remove that from your head it wouldn't have happened in mm. our facebook times because what would have remained at the level of gossip what would have remained at the level of let's say plain bitching has mm. now 
you know suddenly it gets the authority of actual words and actual wisdom and actual opinion and i think that's very dangerous and it's this idea of that you have an identity which is mm. on the internet and it, and as you say you can't necessarily control it it's going to so it's almost yeah, as though these things getting yeah, yeah, stuck yeah, to your to your identity yeah, no, and also i think the other big you know the other big shit about the internet is that it's so easy for you to be appropriated because like um, you know I don't know whether we had list making as such a big thing in industries, but mm. now you look at it, like for the last 10 days, what I've seen on it, seven reasons why MH370 disappeared, 10 mm. reasons on the black box, 20 reasons what scientists believe, mm. 25, so all of these are lists. So, you know, there are these fucking crazy lists where they would put up a oh, list of 20 beautiful Indian writers and... Mm. You know, oh, we all women writers, and then I think that's horrible. You know, like the fact is, without the internet, these people couldn't. I don't know if you know they actually would have space in the paper to you know make this kind of fucking stupid list, but then they can make these kind of lists, and it just suits everybody's uh, you know what whatever it is. This need for constantly generating stories so that they constantly have to have hits. You know what I mean? It's all it's all totally linked up to all the random shit you know being <laughs> collated and. Does it ever, I mean, obviously as a writer you can, it's harder, but you can still evade that to a, to a degree. Although it's much if, you, more... if you disappear off the internet, but I don't want to disappear because the positive thing is, when I was editing a little magazine, I had like, what a readership of, we printed 500 copies and we managed to, you know, email, mail 250 of them, 200 would gather dust in our office. And on the internet, you know, you're followed by, let's say, 15,000 people, which means the same story you reach to so mm. many people. Like, yeah, and that's amazing distribution. But how many of them, re I, don't, I don't know. It's amazing in terms of just the reach. Mm. Uh, but it's, and it's amazing in terms of getting people together. It's, it's, been, it's been great, but there's also so many, so much. Like, I would never, sh there's not a single line of this book that I would have shared on the internet for fear that, you know, before I, when I was writing it, you know, just just because yeah, there will be comments, or it's it's just not very comfortable place. And then it might alter how you Being were plagiarized going. or okay. whatever it is. Yeah. Can books? Could this book? Um, can your poetry? Mm. Uh, slightly separate from from your activism, and maybe you don't see them as separate from the activism. <coughs> but can, do you think they can make a difference? I mean, let's take an example of women's rights in in, in India. Mm -hmm. um, is, is literature part of your, your activism in that, in that way? Do you see it as hope? No, I, I'm not sure it's just the poetry because, you know, I do, I've do. i written this very long piece on rape and rape laws in India and uh, I continue, so if I want to make, uh, like, there's an article appearing tomorrow about this illegal mining that takes place, uh, granite quarry mining that takes place in Kerala. So the entire Western Ghats are, you know, being destroyed. There are 1,700 illegal mines operating. Okay. And even the normal mines, uh, they are allowed to, you know, dig up to six meters, but they want to extend it. So the mine owners are on a strike, the quarry owners, because they say we should be able to dig more than, you know, six meters. So I think, uh, yeah, so I was in this tiny place, Columbia Tarisan, doing work there and, you know, taking part a people's protest so the fact is that if I want to do activist writing I can I don't have to only write it in my poetry or in my novel I do write you know pieces about and, reportage and that's report, yeah. <laughs> okay. or you know pieces of intervention or whatever it is so 
But do you see that? I mean, I'm always curious to ask Rice because it's the mm-hmm. it's again the naive, uh, mm-hmm. uh, no. provocative journalist question. But do, do you see artists being able to make that to, to in whatever small way to, to reach an audience, even if it's of you know a few, a few people, or, mm-hmm. or, or is that is this a is is the hope of this novel something different, or do you not have hopes for the for the novel? That's a terrible question. <laughs> delete that question. No. Uh... Can art change the world? No, I don't know if a novel can change the world. I don't think it can. Um, there, there have been maybe uh, somebody has written something like that. Did it change you? I mean, it was when you were younger and when you was, began reading? Is it was, was it, was it? Did fiction inspire you anyway? In in terms of or, or bring the kinds of stories um, to you? Did it make you aware of perhaps some of the injustices in the world? Was it fiction that did that, or was that was it a different kind of process of discovery? No. I think yeah, fiction does contribute because yeah, like you read Toni Morrison and you know you've never been to America, but you still know that yeah, race is a huge issue, isn't it? So yeah, there are it does reach you and shake you deeply and you know also change you as a person. I think good books and great books can do that. So yeah, you you really are influenced. Or Arundhati Roy, for instance, like she wrote a great book that we all loved, but then she also went and started you know representing people's struggles everywhere and, you know, getting them to the outer, outside world and actually, you know, single-handedly sometimes, you know, taking on the Indian state, like on Kashmir or big dams or the nuclear tests. So I think, yeah, you know, sometimes when you look at a woman like her, you really are inspired about what writing can do and what it does and what she's done. So... Yeah, I think people. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not at all something to be dismissed. <laughs>